This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today, my guest is Lindsay McCoy, the CEO and co-founder of Plain Products. Hey, Lindsay, how are you? Hi, Corey. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for making time for us. We're excited to, to see what you're doing in the industry. It's very innovative. And when I saw your products, I immediately thought, oh, I have to have them on the show. So tell us about yourself. How'd you get into this industry? Yeah, non-traditionally, my background's actually in nonprofit management. So I have a master's in public (laughs) affairs and spent 20 years working in the nonprofit world. The last 10 of that was actually in the Bahamas. My husband's from the Bahamas. So We lived there. I ended up doing environmental education work, mainly because I lived in Boulder, Colorado and had just absorbed some some things. Um, So when I was doing that work, I kept running into plastic everywhere. They don't have the same infrastructure we have here in the US to make things disappear when you're done with them. So I would, you know, see the floating in the water, see plastic on the beach at beach cleanups, be out with scientists in the middle of nowhere, find plastic and so I started doing things, you know, this was back in 20, 2015, a lot of things that we're doing now, you know, carrying the reusable water bottle and the reusable shopping bags, but I couldn't find a way to replace all of those plastic bottles in my shower. Around that time, we decided to move back to the U.S. for a variety of reasons. I was ready to take a break from nonprofit fundraising Yeah, and thought maybe I could, you know, do this in a different way. My dad had been um, an entrepreneur throughout his life. So it didn't seem crazy to me to try and start a business. You know, if dad could do it, <laughs> I could do it. Yeah. So I actually called my sister and said, hey, you know, I've got this idea. I think we could figure this out. Do you want to do it with me? And she happily said yes. And we had no idea what we were getting into. And that was, as I said, 2015. And we launched in February of 2017. Wow. I think I originally saw your products on TikTok. So you're very diverse in your marketing. <laughs> I'm proud of you. We- we are trying. Yes. You know, it's our, our main differentiator is that packaging and it's, yeah. it's a story to tell. Yeah. So we are trying to use a lot of different channels to tell that story because it does kind of require, you know, a reframing and thinking about things a little bit differently to understand why you'd want to buy shampoo in a reusable bottle. Yeah. So let's explain the packaging to the listeners because not everybody can watch the show. So it's a aluminum, looks like like a rounded top with a smaller opening, beautiful, very minimal print, very elegant looking bottles that's totally reusable and recyclable. Yeah. So this is how it works. And by the way, my sister will be delighted to hear you say elegant. That's that's exactly it. She's the designer in the family. That's what she yeah. was going for. You come to the website, order your product, it shows up with a pump, put the pump on, use it. And then when you're running low, come back to the website or subscribe and we'll just send a refill bottle and a return label. So when your first bottle is empty, switch the pump over, put the empty bottle in that box, the refill came in and it comes back to us for free. And then we wash, sterilize and send it off to be refilled. 
And then, you know, the nice thing about aluminum is once it's gone around a few times, it's, it can be recycled completely with no quality loss. So those bottles never need to end up in the waste stream. And forever. That's the cool thing. I okay. agree. That is the cool thing. Aluminum is eternally recyclable and manufacturers of aluminum products actually prefer using uh, recycled aluminum. It's a little easier to get <laughs> than the raw materials out of the ground. So well done. So where are you located and where do consumers ship back to? We are based in Cincinnati, Ohio, which is where my family is from. And then happily, there's a, a bottle manufacturer in Youngstown, not too far away. So yeah, so they come back there and, you know, I mean, I think in a perfect world, it, as this model grows and takes off, hopefully we'll start to see more infrastructure of reuse and yeah. have cleaning options at points around the country. And I think that's really when this starts to make even more sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not great to be shipping bottles back and forth across across the country, but right. we just wanted to prove that the model could work and that there was an appetite yeah. for reuse and, and for less waste. So, you know, we're starting to slowly see some other brands try it out, investigate it. And I, I do hope that we'll get to a point where there will be lots of different places where you can have bottles washed and they can be collected and, and reused in a variety of different ways. Yeah. I'm very excited. Today is actually the first day that Loop is coming to Portland, Oregon, where I live. So this yeah. is someone who's emulating you and it's a similar style program. So maybe someday you could team up with them. And... We actually, we have. Um, oh, wonderful. So they um, started with a pilot in New England doing delivery and we were one of the brands that they carried. We're awesome. not in the Fred Meyer pilot. It just didn't work the way that, so it's through Kroger and they yeah. obviously use giant distributors <laughs> and us being such a small company. It didn't make sense for us to pay the fees to get into a distributor for two products for 20 stores in Oregon, yeah. but um, we are working <laughs> with them on some other things. And yeah, as I said, I mean, I think the goal in all of this is to just keep getting large enough to, to make yeah. sense, to build that infrastructure out. So I love that word. I think that's it. That's the missing element to some of these sustainable initiatives is infrastructure. If if Joe and Jill consumer could go to their local, you know, uh, grocery store, buy your product, and then bring it back the next time, that's the easiest way to do it, right? And the most efficient. Then you know we could eliminate all those single shipments back to Ohio. Although Ohio is centrally located, so that's kind of nice. We are we are <laughs> lucky in that we my sister happened to be living in a place that yes is a good place to be shipping and receiving from. So that did work out well, and you know it really so yeah for a lot of the country it it works out just fine. But yeah, yeah, it would be great to have something out west to minimize that shipping. And I you know I do think it's something that people are looking at more and more. Plastic is an absolutely amazing material for so many things yep. it just doesn't make a ton of sense as a resource for something that we use once and then you know unfortunately throw it away and, and often not recycled yeah i was interviewing someone a couple weeks ago who it was but she said why are we using a product that will last forever <laughs> for a single shipment and I just thought, wow, that's interesting way to look at it. Although it is recyclable, so I think we need to we need to look at all things and really consider how the infrastructure, like you said, is is going to work best for the consumer to continue to be sustainable. 
Yeah. yeah I mean, for sure. There are, I don't think there's going to be a solution to, yeah. to what we're facing. I mean, you know, we, everything was one way for the, you know, early until the 1950s when plastic is invented, everything's completely changed. <laughs> I mean, I think we're just going to, we're looking at another change and I don't think we know quite what the end result of that is going to be. And I'm certainly, you know, think that it's going to require a variety of different solutions. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of people doing some interesting stuff with plastic recycling. Unfortunately, right now, most plastic can only be recycled once before it becomes waste just because of the way they sort of melt it down and reuse it. Hopefully that'll change. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a variety of things. And, you know, if there's one thing consumers want, it's options, variety. Yeah. So I think it's great to have a lot of different solutions out there for them. Yeah, I haven't heard that recycle or plastic could only be recycled once. Sometimes twice, but I guess the way that they melt it down and, and change the chemical bonds, you know, you can't, whereas aluminum, you melt it down, it, it's still aluminum. I mean, plastic, yeah. when you melt it down, it, it then turns into a different type of plastic. And, and so you could only do that so many times before, hmm. at least right now, it turns into waste. Interesting. I like what TerraCycle or what Trex is doing to to make plastic into reusable building products. They're, that makes so much sense. That's such a cool, <laughs> yeah. that's a cool option for, although many would re, would consider that downcycling. Yeah. I still, you know, I'm just in favor of us using it. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a non-renewable resource. So let's not stick it in a landfill. Let's at least right. reuse it in a way, you know, that, that it's being used. We bothered to pull it out of the ground. We might as well not just, you know, <laughs> stick it back in. It just seems like a poor use of, of, you know, resources or match for its yeah. ability. Well, tell us about your products. So it's a shampoo, it's a conditioner. What we kind of started, products? Yeah, we started with shampoo and conditioner. We've since expanded to 16 different products. So we have a body lotion, body wash, a facial line, hand sanitizer, <laughs> which oh, good. many people added over the last <laughs> few. Beauty oil, hair repair. We're about to add a hair and body wash sort of combo for people who want less less bottles in the shower altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we have continued to expand and we were able to find a great manufacturer. So all of the products, you know, it didn't make sense to create this environmental package and then stick, stick a bunch of chemicals in it. So, you know, the products are are natural, vegan, cruelty-free, and we work with a great team who, you know, it's not every manufacturer that, that at the time, reusing bottles sounded a little, you know, it was it was a different concept. So we actually had to go and, and meet with them and talk to their chemists on staff and talk about all the ways that we could make sure that, you know, it was going to be safe for everyone. And they have been amazing in working with us every step of the process. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you have one of the bottles there that we could show the, the camera? I, I do. Eventually, this will be on YouTube. Oh, that's beautiful. So, yeah, yeah, I like that elegant top that we were talking about. Well done. It is so funny to me, as as I mentioned, my background's in nonprofit management. It wasn't until I actually went to a packaging conference a few years ago that I started learning, you know, how much of an industry just this packaging piece is and how, you know, this is it's always interesting to get into an industry and realize how much of it exists that you're just <laughs> as, a, as an outsider unaware of. I always say it's the biggest industry that nobody thinks about and unless they're complaining about, Oh, I hate this. I, uh, this, <laughs> this, you know, they call me all oh, these clamshells. Why do you use clamshells for scissors when I need scissors to open the clamshells? You know, things like that are always the running joke, right? Yes, right. 
it's just a packaging <laughs> job to be invisible and just make life easier, right? Right. Which I think you're you're helping do. And I think you're helping keep things out of the landfill, which is wonderful. Good job. Thank you. Yeah, that's the goal. I mean, it's it's been a fascinating journey, you know, kind of coming at this as someone who didn't have that background yeah. to learn a ton about, about bottles, about pumps, about all of these things and kind of come at it as a novice and just keep asking questions. And people have been very kind. We spent almost two years just asking questions. <laughs> I've had many conversations with people saying, I, we want to start this brand. We want to do this thing. How do we start? And I, I think that's the scary first step. Right. And uh, so kudos to you for sticking it out. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there, there's some sort of fear of people that they don't know enough to get started and, you know, a fear of asking questions. I mean, you know, that you just have to kind of let go of your ego a little bit and, you know, yeah. we'd call, ask questions and then I'd be like, oh, I asked completely the wrong questions. Like, <laughs> Hi, it's me again. I now know what I should be asking you, which is X, Y, and Z. Can we please talk again? Um, no, I've been in this industry for 24 years and I still learn something new every day. Honestly, there are so many things to know. There's so much to learn. You, you just, you, you have to stay humble and you have to understand that, that you're never going to learn at all. And that's okay, because there's a lot of really smart people in this uh, industry that will help you. <laughs> yeah, no, people are kind. And I do, I do think that that's just a key, really, to, it seems like anything. Yeah. It's just being willing to learn, you know, we've constantly, this is a new process. So we're constantly evolving. How do we explain it? How do we communicate it? How do we help people think about their, the way they consume and, and the waste that's created and yeah. on TikTok and on other channels. <laughs> and, you know, I, we started out with a slogan, like join the packaging revolution. And then I realized that that didn't mean anything to anyone because they don't think about packaging. And so how can we, you know, talk about it in a way that's more familiar and it's, it's a constant learning process and experimentation. You know, I, when I started this podcast about 10 months ago, I reached out to a supplier that makes labels so I could get some, some promotional labels like this one here on my microphone. And I said, I want sustainable material. And he said, what does that mean? So, <laughs> and this is somebody I respect that's been in the industry for many years. What does that mean? And I said, well, I'm not sure. I think it means, you know, something that's recyclable, maybe. Maybe we have a paper backer material for the labels, you know, so that it was a real good question. What does that mean? Well, you know, it means I interviewed a guy named Jamie from Bluebird Climate and he said, sustainability means nothing and it means everything. And I thought, wow, that is really insightful. Yeah, I, when I was working in the Bahamas, I was meeting with, you know, a very well respected member of the government and he said, yeah. so where does the trash we throw overboard go? <laughs> and I, 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 I was like, what, what do you, what do you mean? Where does it go? Like it just sits there. And, 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 you know, it's just these, it's fascinating to, to start to have these conversations with people and you realize that they just have never thought about it. Oh. You know, the, the label guy had never thought about what happens to his products after they leave, you know, yeah. And people are done with them. So <laughs> that's the fascinating part to me is just trying to help people sort of think about, you know, just, just one step outside of their day-to-day -day life and the choices that they make, you know, that the impact that they can have in, in thinking about what they purchase a little bit differently. 
I agree 100%. It's a mind shift. It's it's a mindset of of embracing responsibility, you know, that extended producer responsibility is coming soon. It's it's already on in Oregon and Maine and South Africa and many other countries are getting on board with this. It's going to affect all of us. Fair that you know everybody should have to pay the true cost of their products. And right now there are a lot of products in the world that are artificially cheap. Yeah. And, you know, are only cheap because there is no extended responsibility. And, you know, it's the price our kids, grandkids are, are going to be, somebody's going to pay it eventually. So. So true. So true. So what's next for you guys? You're, you're going to expand the, the brands, you continue smaller bottles, products. different things. And then we've also added a bulk option. So like a three and a half gallon bucket. And we're seeing refill shops pop up around the country where people can bring their own bottles in and, you know, refill them themselves, which is amazing to me as a human that people can be that organized and get there and do that (laughs) in a day. I really want the bottle already there so I can switch it over when I'm ready. But there are people that are doing that and it's an exciting thing to see. And as I said, you know, it's going to be a lot of different solutions and, and there are some people who want to play an even more active role. So we're excited to um, see those pop up and continue to develop some product lines to work with them. We're looking at hospitality. How can we, you know, oh, yeah. get, you know, try and try and get in on that, crack that nut. So yeah, we're just trying to be, continue to be creative. Our really, our goal is just to help people reduce waste. I mean, it's, yeah. In this personal care area, but the larger goal of, of, you know, just putting less stuff in landfills. So, yeah. Isn't that a simple thing to say? That's, you know, <laughs> and that's, if we look at it like that, really, I, I think that is such a key to all of this. Like, really, that's how, that's how simple it is. We want to put less in the landfill somehow. How do we figure yeah. that out? And there are so many complicated issues we've got going on in the world right now. I, you know, I think what appeals to me is that this one is relatively simple. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a handle on this. Yeah. You know, there's some things that feel completely overwhelming, but, but this one, you know, we, we can, we can start playing a more active role, make some different choices, demand more from manufacturers and, and producers and, and, and reduce it. I agree. So how do we get a hold of you uh, to buy your products? Plain with an E. Actually, my sister and I have the shared maiden name of Della Plain, which is part of how we came to Plain products, but also sort of this idea of, you know, it's a plain and simple solution. It's not, That's not a P- lot of technology, not an app, but yeah, P-L-A-I-N-E products.com. Yeah. And then our social handle happily is at Plain Products on, on all the channels. Well done. Thank you so much, uh, Landsberg Aurora, for sponsoring this podcast. If you're listening, please take a minute to review and make sure you're subscribed so you get uh, automatic downloads. We appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you so much, Lindsay. What a, what a great episode. Thanks, Corey. It was a lot of fun. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive, Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book.
That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.